Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 43 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Jim Biscardi, and as always, I am joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome back for another week, guys. We're, we're we here. made it. We Well, yes, we so we all survived. We all survived. Yeah. There was a, we did. There was a tornado outbreak there was. In, our, in our region, in, in, in Nashville for Jim and I, and then headed up to Hoffer up there in Columbus. So We've had like waves and waves of heavy storms over the last like week. So nothing yeah. nothing near as severe as what you guys went through. Yeah, I pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. to see that everyone's all right down at the comicbook.com offices. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. My cat's distinctly hated it though <laughs> distinctly <laughs> distinctly uh if you are new to the show don't worry this is not a show about weather this is a show about <laughs> pokemon yes. and uh anything and everything that has to do with our favorite little pocket monsters video games trading card games anime manga merchandise you name it we are talking about it and this week not so much news not so much most weeks there's a, there's we have a, bit a of news. whole new mythical Pokemon. That's true. We, we have a whole new mythical Pokemon to talk about. But I mean, let's uh, let's. I'm just trying to temper expectations here. Oh, there okay. is good news. Yeah. there is just not there, a lot of news. There is nothing at all going on. You can just turn off the podcast <laughs> now. We have nothing to talk about. Go away. I've just Didn't realized say it wasn't good. It's good. It's just you know. I've just realized yes. I, I am situated between two eternal pessimists right now. <laughs> Just absolutely. I I am such an optimist. I am always looking on the bright side of things. I always want to hope for the best, unlike Christian, who is just like... No, I'm a pragmatist. I'm a pragmatist. Call it whatever you want. uh, I'm I'm a realist. I just believe in... Cold hard facts and reality, people. That's that's what you're coming to. This is the the no spin or no curveball zone. (laughs) No curveball zone. Uh, If you uh, we break the show down into three parts. First part we just uh, do some quick headlines. Second part we do a bigger deep dive discussion, and then Pokemon fact of the week to make you a better, smarter Pokemon. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I just realized. Jim is wearing Ash's hat. I am. For those yeah. wearing the video, I am wearing an Ash Ketchum hat. And a lot of this has to do with uh, my daughter. She is four years old and obsessed with Mewtwo Strikes Back. Aww. And we're in this phase right now where she is like, okay, I'm going to be Misty. You can be Ash. Mama can be Brock. And because, because, well, because my, because my wife likes to cook. And so she's like, well, Brock likes to cook. So mama, you get to be Brock. And, uh, my kid loves 
Psyduck and Togepi and Staryu. And so mm. like just all three of those, I mean, Misty's got him and she's like, oh, that's it. I'm going to be Misty. But she goes, hey, but dad, you need an ash hat. And my wife happened to overhear it, pulled it up on Amazon, ordered it. And then my daughter gave it to me yesterday and said, you need to wear it tomorrow. And I was like, perfect timing. Like, <laughs> Great. Can uh, I ask then how you feel being 12 years old, Jim? Eternally. I am, eternally. I am eternally 12. I host a Pokemon <laughs> podcast. I am eternally 12. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there we go. We have an answer for everyone. Well, there we go. Uh, but so no. so go how, how did your daughter react to Ash getting petrified? Over and over and over again. <laughs> oh. It's just stuff like so. So her favorite part of the movie is uh, Ash's first battle with random hiker. Like mm-hmm. she plays that part over and over again. <laughs> like just hear. Like she likes hearing the song, and she just likes seeing. Like, she likes just seeing all the Pokemon just like coming out and whatever. And she's like, "Dad, where did Daddy? Where did Ash get his Squirtle from? Daddy, where did Ash get Bulbasaur from? How come? Uh, how come?" It- the Charizard is so much bigger than both of those because she understands the concept of the starters, but she doesn't understand why uh, Ash doesn't have a Blastoise and a Venusaur when he has a Charizard. Ah. Oh. And so then I had to exp- try to explain to her basically how all of that took place. And I was just like, it's the same way. Like Ash just doesn't. Ash is Ash. Yeah. At yeah. this point in Ash's life, he's, Ash- he's kind of like an idiot savant <laughs> yeah. uh and so uh but yeah no and then um she still really likes mewtwo like i thought this maybe would temper <laughs> her her like of mewtwo and like she would see mew and be like oh that one is much more adorable and you know whatever nope still likes mewtwo i like that mewtwo can talk to people using his mind Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like at some point your your your, okay. your your daughter is going to have to be on this podcast just to like relegate everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. And then she was just like uh, the when the clones show up, and she goes, "Oh, they have cool tattoos." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I will say I did a Blastoise, a clone Blastoise raid over the weekend, uh-huh. and you know he's got like the lines over his head. I was like, this is totally like. Dark Knight Returns, like, mutant Blastoise. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my god, I was just cracking up. It's it's funny that your daughter is, you know, Mewtwo has made such a big impression on her. I took my son to see the My Hero Academia movie over the weekend, and I found out that my son is a major Bakugo fan. Oh, <laughs> like, heartbroken. Oh, like, no. <laughs> every time, like, Bakugo blew something up and shouted, die, there's my son just cackling in laughter. Just, ah! <laughs> this is like oh no no this is the wrong one you you're supposed to like Deku he's the good guy he's like no like I like the blow up guy it's like oh oh no my son might be a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> well there you go that's your movie attack uh, of the week <laughs> so. yeah so so now that we got the anime speaking of Mewtwo Jim why don't you tell us your thoughts about Mewtwo and Pokemon Sword and Shield so I didn't realize because I clearly didn't read the fine print of or uh, the articles yeah the fine print of Christian's articles uh that you could not catch Mewtwo in these max raids or the the Gigantamax raids and so I thought when I first found my first one I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, you can't catch this Pokemon. Do you still want to do it? And I was like, no. (laughs) 
Absolutely not. No, because I read all online how impossible it is unless you've got a crew to do it with. And I don't got a crew. It's it so was. hard. And and honestly, the 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 rewards are not that great. I I, yeah, I, I, agree. I, I don't I don't agree with that. I but agree. I would I rather mean, I would bottle- rather grind more yes. raids than go through the pain of trying to get one Mewtwo. It was I mean, so hard. Uh, it finally forced me. So I got my hands on a Marshadow, and that's what I used to like finally be. It took me like. 30 tries. None of my Grim Snarls know light screen. And, oh, yeah. Uh, like, that is very, very key yeah. uh, into that. And none of, no one else on the raids that I went to, like, everyone just, no one wanted to play defensively. Everyone was just going straight for the attacks, and you're not going to win yeah. you 2 raid if you don't play defensively. And I just, like I said, I just didn't have a, a Pokemon that would have been able to do it. Mm-hmm. The first the first raid I did, like, I showed up, I think, with my Gengar. Same. And, Same. You know, like, there was, like, a, a Zacian, a Zamazenta, and a Mewtwo, like, in the thing. I was like, oh, yeah, we've got this in the mi- we've got this in the bag. <laughs> we didn't last a round. I was <laughs> like, oh, my God. That's, like, murdered everybody. I mean, the thing is, is you have to be, like, level 100 in order to, ha- like, in order for these, uh, in order to have a chance at Mewtwo, you need to have a level 100 Pokemon. You uh, definitely need to have, like, a crew together that can withstand some heavy hits. Mm-hmm. Light screen and reflect obviously made a big difference. And honestly, like, Marshadow is just a lifesaver because Mewtwo is going to spend one of his three turns doing his stat boost. So if your Marshadow could come in and steal those stats away, mwah, it was great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. But let no one complain that Pokemon is too easy ever again. Mm-hmm. To to be for those who may not know, Marshadow, the only way to get him is to trade him in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's uh he's a mythical Pokemon. Um uh I had a friend who had an extra one, so I got my hands on it that way. Cause I, I was just saying like two weeks ago. I don't have any of the recent mythical Pokemon. Oh, right. So one of my friends was listening to the podcast. It's like, you are a moron here. <laughs> here's a Marshadow and here's a Zeraora that I picked up extra. You can have them. I was like, yeah, that 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 was a must have. But yeah, not a lot of people have Marshadows in the game. And not a lot of people think to use Marshadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everyone died a lot. Mewtwo, yes. Reign Supreme, you know, Killing Ash, killing thousands of Pokemon trainers <laughs> over the weekend. It was a great Mewtwo weekend for him. And our yeah. Mewtwo was back. So Yeah. Yeah, I was so excited, but I feel like the Pokemon company like heard people like bad mouthing them about like, oh, doing like the final like round of trainers in the first three generations is like walking through hell, but like doing it in Sword and Shield is like going to a circus and it's fun and happy. So they were like, all right, well, we're going to make you like. Pay. We'll remind you of what hell looks yeah, like. Yeah, we're going to make you pay in like blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> because like when I first did it, like I did it with my boyfriend. We both came in. I came in with like my super high level Gengar. He came in with um, Toxtricity, and we had like a couple other people come in, like people who clearly hadn't done the raid before. <laughs> and it was just like me and my boyfriend were like, "Oh my god, what? we were having like PTSD from playing like <laughs> like the silver version and like doing the Elite Four there." It just got, but it's so funny because it got to the point where. Nobody was joining Mewtwo raids. Yeah, like the end of like I would try like jump in one, and if there wasn't a Marshadow waiting there for for me to join, I was out. Uh, (laughs) I was like, well, sorry, yeah, I'm out of here. It was ridiculous. But then it just made it even more impossible to try and get in on the starter raids. But 
I didn't necessarily care about those because that you know I already had they're, those and yeah, yeah. There there definitely needs to be some work done on the, the whole raid system in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, that that was one thing that kind of frustrated me about the entire weekend. Like I wanted to get some Galar captured uh, starter Pokemon. Like you know I had a couple of like Apricorn balls I was going to go and toss at them. Like, I was ready to go, and I could not get into a raid to save yeah, my yeah. freaking life. Like, yeah. I would love if, you know, they eventually added a filter that would allow you to search for specific raids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, it, you know, it's just, like, how it's set up right now is just not a very good system. And, like, then I look at, like, the GTS that's now in Pokemon Home, and it's like, this is great. Why can't we have that only for raids? Like, yep. y- you know, it, it just, it's its something that needs improved. But yeah. We'll see. We got like a year's, another year worth of like content updates coming. So we, we they, they might make an improvement on that. Or they probably won't. Let's let's be real. That'll probably be like a Gen <laughs> 9 improvement. <laughs> Jeez. I, I agree. I mean, especially with doing these like Mewtwo raids, like, after I quickly realized how hellish they were, like we yeah, like me and my boyfriend were like texting all of our friends. We were like, all right, we gotta get this. I had a grim snarl. And so I was like, all right, get you out. While he was like coordinating with everyone, I was out just grinding to try to level up my grim snarl <laughs> and giving him XP candies. Cause I was like, you're not strong enough to do this. Let me help you. But like then when we were all together, it was the most difficult thing trying to like find each other for like raids and stuff. Cause even yeah. though we would be friends and they'd pop up to the side of the screen, I'd be like, Oh wait, Oh no, I'm in the odd. Ah, they're gone. And then I, it was like a nightmare. We had to keep leaving and redoing and leaving and redoing. I was about to say, cause you can only set a link code. If you're hosting the raid, right. like you can't like have a party of three jump into somebody else's raid, yeah. which I think is kind of silly. Does anyone have an extra Kingler I can have? Gigantamax Kingler? No, but can you, go you catch still have me? until tomorrow. Okay, but uh, you have but you have sword, so it's easier for you to find them. You, hypothetically, you I want, mean, I think you want a I want beetle. I've got thirty of them. No. I, I already. <laughs> I don't. I you you had a really crazy look in your eyes when you said that. I have thirty ore beetles. <laughs> I have anybody. What does the event run until? Uh, no, it's until the end of this weekend. So you got five days. All right. mm-hmm. So maybe if I have some time. The problem is I bought my wife the Link's Awakening. Uh, uh. So uh, I'm not going to have the Switch for a couple days. I lost custody of that. You so. tell her that Jim needs a Kingler and you have a better chance of getting it than I <laughs> And she is just going to kind of like stare. All right, I'm going to and... DM her. <laughs> wow genius genius idea <laughs> and thus ends my employment at comicbook.com just saying all right let's move on uh obviously a big topic of conversation that's happening in the news is uh the concern over uh the coronavirus we are not going to go too much down down that road but also you know it's it's relevant because the pokemon company and uh, has canceled a number of pokemon events and pokemon go events so a bunch of different like local events in japan were canceled like the pokemon company you know they have all these different events at pokemon center so those got canceled and then pokemon go has canceled all like raid events and stuff like that and uh right now i believe it's Japan, South Korea, and Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mm-hmm. that my that list will probably expand here over the next month or two. So you know, due to public health safety concerns, you know, if you live in a country 
uh, that's affected. The interesting thing, just like as a like side note, is like I'm really curious because the Pokemon Company is based out of Seattle, and right now Seattle is like the heart of it like is. the U.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, coronavirus. Um, so I'm really curious to see if that has like any impact. I mean, it's just something else, you know. Just keep in mind um they are pokemon go is trying to make up for it so if you live in a country in which they canceled stuff they're doing like um if you compete in the go battle league instead like uh some of the raid weekends that they're doing you can now get those pokemon as go battle league rewards instead so, you know, not quite perfect, but it's something. And that's nice. I mean, I, I wow, that sounded terrible of me. <laughs> that's nice. Just, just the coronavirus we're talking wow, about. Megan. Wow, I just came off like wow. a terrible person when I'm over here in the office Jeez, frantically you're... scrubbing my hands, like washing them constantly. I agree. This is a great thing to do. Um, I just though, put raids in, the, in everyone's house. Like, yeah. like I, I'm curious there could be like a a better way to kind of disseminate because I don't necessarily do the go league. I'm just wondering if there's something that could be done, especially because this could be like a prolong with the coronavirus as continuing to spread, especially once it reaches the size of countries like the U S I mean, South Korea, Italy, Japan, I mean, they're pretty like encapsulated tiny areas, but it's, it's going to spread further. I'm just curious to see because I just have like the horrible nightmare in my head of like here in Nashville, like the big place you go to Centennial Park and Centennial Park just basically becoming like a coronavirus wasteland. <laughs> so, okay, so we're not going to talk too much about the coronavirus, but here, here's here's the thing. Like one, wash your hands a lot. That's that's the best way of preventing spread of the disease. Wash your hands, use alcohol-based um, hand sanitizers if mm-hmm. you d- aren't able to. And, you know, you'll, you'll probably be fine. I mean, at this point in time, it's just to try to control the spread. Right. I don't think that this will be a prolonged thing. Like, you know, obviously in the short term, we're going to be impacted by the coronavirus. Uh, you know, like uh, comic conventions are getting canceled mm-hmm. or should be getting canceled. PCCC. Um, And like, well, here in Columbus, uh, the Arnold, uh, which is this big sports festival Uh that like Arnold Schwarzenegger hosts, that's been postponed. Um, So we're going to. I mean, look, they canceled London Book Fair just today, which is a huge, huge publishing event in the UK. So. And they're going to continue to do stuff like that until we get really get like a real good handle on the coronavirus. I'm not convinced. And I say this like from my day job perspective, like part of my job is to analyze stuff like this. Um, And like, I'm not convinced that this is going to be like a long term thing um, based on, you know, it's just like while we're still in the process, we're trying to slow the spread of the disease. It's going to get to everywhere eventually. The key is it's not letting it to spread too fast. Right. So that's what why they're doing this. We're we're not going to be able to wipe out coronavirus. It's not something that can be done. But right now we're just trying to make sure that like the hospitals don't get like too overwhelmed and things like that. So, so Pokemon is doing its part in <laughs> yep. the, in the <laughs> world. Doing and that, like it's like they do that and then and then they say, Oh, hey, by the way, Thunderous is coming to the game. Uh, <laughs> please keep playing. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and the the interesting thing, so Thunderous is in Pokemon Go, hooray, yay, all that crap. Uh, but the interesting thing about that is it too is a battle league reward encounter. So this is the first time that a new legendary Pokemon has come into Pokemon Go and has immediately been available to players through a means besides raiding, mm-hmm. which I cannot state how big of a deal. Shame it's thunderous, 
<laughs> all the freaking Pokemon. But well, who was the last one? Wasn't it one of the? It was another one. It was like Landorus, I think, yeah. um, or I forget Tartarus or whatever. I, I can't <laughs> keep. I can't keep the, them all, you know, straight. Uh, I'm going to get yelled at in the in the uh, in the reviews for not knowing the weather trio. Um, but Pokemon I podcast run, run by someone who knows nothing about Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, and his name's not Jim Viscardi. Oh, um. <laughs> oh. look, but people clearly uh, like me more than they like you. But that's fine. Uh, it's, it's, it's it's true. Why you gotta and be I, like, I like that, Even Jim? though I'm the 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 font of Pokemon knowledge, um, I'm the actual personable one. I've never scammed grandmothers out of their hard earned money. Personable. Um, I am. I'm right. very personal. Let's, let's get back on track. <laughs> let's segue out of this like demeaning fight between you two. <laughs> you wouldn't know it, but like you know, me and Jim get along great. Like I, like I talk to Jim all the time, and we we don't bicker like you know this. So yeah, so yeah, thunderous. What what is what else is Pokemoning? Oh, Pokemon Sun and Moon anime's ending. Yeah, yeah I am very concerned. And we have no idea what the future holds. Like that's yeah. the big that's the big news. Yeah. Sun and Moon so is coming to an end and we don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this in previous episodes where we didn't know if it was going to continue the license for Pokemon Sun and Moon in the US to stay on a cable network with Disney XD because as Hoffer has mentioned before, normally Disney XD has already made the announcement, it's coming, we've got the rights, this is the you can expect the special premiere to be here here and here. Well, they've said absolutely nothing about it and then in the past week they've confirmed that the finale of Pokemon Sun and Moon will be this coming Saturday on Disney XD. And then the following Saturday is a bunch of new episodes of Beyblade. <laughs> Beyblade no, Burst Season there, 2. There's absolutely nothing on there about Pokemon. So fans are really kind of getting concerned. But here's so but here's, like, here's a question I'll ask. Could it just be because they have not been able to dub the new series yet? No, they've yeah. got a three month. This yeah. is, oh, okay. this is they, they are still maintaining the same window. Yeah. So... Uh, the only Unless thing something... I sorry, I was about no, to say the ahead. only thing I can think of is the dub for Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution might have gotten in the the way, but, but they do a they do a dub of every movie, so that shouldn't have interrupted. I mean, you would think. <laughs> yeah, you would. You would think. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Christian? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just you know at this point in time, having seen this happen before on Cartoon Network, I'm convinced that Pokemon is leaving Disney XD. And it's heading to uh, greener pastures, likely Netflix. So look forward to season one of whatever we call the next Pokemon series here in the U.S. in like late fall 2020 released in bulk. Like, that's honestly what I think. Like, uh, this is very unusual. Like, you know, Disney Disney XD and when, like I'm sure like the Pokemon company will send me like an angry message about this. But, you know, the the Disney XD, they don't do the best job of announcing stuff, but their schedule is the schedule. Mm -hmm. Like, we knew about the premieres of different Disney movies, you know, of different Pokemon movies on Disney XD because it's on their schedule. Like, before it was announced, we knew about the new episodes of Pokemon Sun and Moon when they were airing before it was announced because they put it on their schedule. The fact that nothing is on their schedule should be incredibly concerning to people. Yeah, it's very... Very, I mean, to just double stress what Hoffer said, very unusual. And in a previous episode, I mean, Jim and I and, and Hoffer, we had a big conversation of what, you know, it could look like if Pokemon, this this new Pokemon, the series uh, that released in Japan, you know, 
earlier last year if if it came to Netflix as like a TV show because Netflix does tend to do bulk releases after the fact of anime after they can get their own dub in of it and I mean Mewtwo Strikes Back in a way followed that same pattern I know that obviously they were trying to hold it for Pokemon Day um, but that movie came out uh, in Japan I mean last summer summer so y'all wanted to hate when I said Pokemon's probably going to Netflix excuse me if anyone goes (laughs) back and listens to this episode they will see that I was on your side I'm just saying that was not the argument you when we called you dumb was when you said that it was going to get like simulcasted or some nonsense like that and that's when both me and Megan were like yeah Netflix doesn't do that there's even less but they could do it but they uh, they could do it in batches in the same way but like like because like yeah and they'll they probably could release wait. Castlevania season three like in a timely fashion, but here it is, <laughs> like March twenty twenty. No, but <laughs> like but a like, full look. year and a half after the last episode. But like, I mean, th- but they could also do it in a way, you know, and this me finding another way to plug Love Is Blind because I love that show. Uh, oh my god! But they did, they did X Men. They did, you know, they did it over three weeks, but it was a, it was five episodes. You know, and then you know the, four episodes the, or whatever. I, I could see them doing the problem four, with that like is four episodes a week. The for, problem with that is they would have to get those episodes from Japan. And as offer anyone knows who's involved or understands like anime production, these people are often completing the episode three hours. Oh no, that, that, but I don't yeah. mean right. But yeah, I mean, so but no even matter if what there it, is a wait, I could still see them releasing it in small batches as opposed to one big batch. I can too, but... But let's be realistic. With the exception of very easy to produce and edit trashy romance shows, has Netflix ever done anything like that with any of their other shows? Does your kid watch Miraculous? No. Okay, so Miraculous is this weird um, French French superhero Mm -hmm. show that they put out when new seasons are ready, they put out episodes in tiny bat- uh, in batches yeah. over the course of like two three weeks and then you have the full you have the full season for it but they've okay well i stand corrected who knows jim, <laughs> yeah. jim, jim jim has got me he proved me wrong so and with an actual valid example also miraculous is actually a pretty good show i've yeah. heard really good things about it yeah. i've just you know it's very it's putting- very french and the villain in it is uh, just totally absurd and like a lot of the crazy. But it's you know what else is good. really French? Speaking of kid shows, we're just not talking about Pokemon at all this week, apparently. PJ Masks. No. You know, that is that's like the Frenchest freaking show. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like you they, they like get into fights on the streets of Paris, but they don't call it Paris because they don't want kids to realize that they're French. Right. And it's just like, oh man, these okay. freaking This has turned into the most Miraculous is very Miraculous is very French. Well, here's the thing. Like the okay, I I'm gonna just really quick and then we're gonna go take our break uh, and we're gonna talk about the mythical Pokemon. But it's they've got the Miraculous has these things where they're they're called like Kwamis, which are these like little floating creature things that and then they have these uh things that people can wear that give them their suits but they're very strict on their secret identities even though it's very clear like who and what these people are it's uh, whatever it's fascinating go check it out it's actually not terrible (laughs) when we get back we are going to talk about the new mythical pokemon zarud is uh, how i'm saying its name is but uh we'll argue how you say it and what it's all about when we get back (laughs) 
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Zarud, are we all in agreement that that's probably how it's pronounced? I yeah. I actually think that you're right yeah. because it's a grass dark Pokemon, so dark Pokemon are rude. So yeah. I I think it is actually Zarud. Yeah. Um, Same. It's either Zarud or Zarudi, and yeah. one of those things just sounds weird. So <laughs> we're going Zarud. All right. So for those who may not have been following. Uh, about two weeks ago, we got our first tease that a mythical Pokemon was coming. Last week, we got a uh, silhouette of the Pokemon, and then and then we and then we got the reveal mm-hmm. uh, that it's this big, giant, uh, dark grass monkey. I'm honestly pretty underwhelmed. I mean, Pokemon, as we know, just really, really loves its monkey they, or ape Pokemon. I mean, so. they really my God, it. they it's have so like. Whoever they brought on to the team here in the last couple generations of design just really has like a monkey thing. Like it, they are just all monkey all the time. You got Grookey, who's also a grass type Pokemon. Yep. You've got Oranguru, mm-hmm. who's not a grass type Pokemon. You got Pass Simeon. Uh, I'm trying to think. You you have all those stupid Infernape. freaking yeah yeah Infernape. That's a Gen Four. Mm-hmm. You have all those stupid Pan monkeys from the Innova region. Mm-hmm. Chimchar. Um, uh, yeah, yeah I, you know. I count Chimchar. <laughs> oh yeah, Apom. I mean, that's that goes all the way back to Gen Two, though. I mean, yeah, that's but I mean, just. But I mean, just as like, like an entire. But it's just like an entire collection. I mean, even yeah, back to the, Mankey in the in the yep. originals, like yeah. Primate. Like, mm-hmm. there's just so yeah. many. A lot of monkeys. A lot of monkeys, and so I mean, this, this one, one is even is even more underwhelming, mainly because Grook because we have Grookey. Well, the thing yeah. that I don't like about it is is when just taken on its own, like when they released the video, when they released the Pokemon Sun and Moon or Sword and Shield trailer for it, for just the video games, it just doesn't look very impressive. No. Like the the Coco anime made it look pretty cool, but also made it look like a superhero, which was weird, given the context that this is a grass dark Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's, like, very... <laughs> like it's like, huh? That 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 doesn't seem to really sync up well. But whatevs. It's so, like uh, the Loki of the Pokemon universe. You think <laughs> yeah. it's evil, and then it becomes like the anti-hero, and eventually everyone loves it and becomes the hero, and everyone's dying over it. Well, so you, you mentioned the Coco anime, and that's mm-hmm. how we know a bit more more about, about this yeah. about this mythical Pokemon. Yes. So what do we know? Well, we know that it's oddly tall. <laughs> I mean, basically, what we see is like. The the defining element of it is basically Zarud coming in and like being like 
almost like a father figure to this mysterious kid character that's been in the <laughs> woods that that Ash runs into Pokemon in the first. So it. yeah, basically that kid looks to this to Zarud as like its father. <laughs> it's very Ash. much a Tarzan <laughs> moment. Like this is not an Ash is probably like. I can relate to this. My father is also a Pokemon. Yes, I absolutely. This is the secret of the movie. It's going to end up with Mr. Mime coming in. But it, it very much feels like a kind of a Tarzan-esque thing, um, at least between the relationship with the Zarud and the, and the kid who we see, um, who some fans are still convinced is Celebi in disguise. But we'll see. Wait, anyway. that is a thing? Oh, very much so. That's, that's sad. There's still people vying for that theory. It's broken a little bit after the kid was like, Dad! <laughs> they're like, Celebi wouldn't say that, but that's kind of what we know. I mean, it looks super powerful, super quick, super agile. I mean, basically just like if Grookey went like Majin Super Saiyan. <laughs> uh, it's, but it, like the, even the look at it, it looks like CrossFit Grookey. Oh my god! I it's the chat. It's the chat of groupies. That's basically so. So, so Christian, as far as powers go, what are we looking at here? It, well, the the non attack thing, the 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 flavor text of Zarud is that it can shoot vines from its feet, wrists, and the back of its neck. So oh, it's I basically like <laughs> Spider Man, but with more web shooters. From its neck, that's horrifying. Like, that's something just, out of Alien. <laughs> That's something like Lovecraft terror monkey. Um, <laughs> so it attacks outsiders immediately, and it has the lamest ability ever. It has Leaf Guard, which like thirty freaking Pokemon have. Like it's a very common yeah. ability. So like, I'm just so very confused. Also because so so this this Pokemon. As far as we understand, will show up in Pokemon Coco. I believe, Hoffer, is that right? That it'll show up in the anime before the game and then it comes in? Uh, they they have not. They haven't specified the timeline, but yeah, yeah. it follows how it usually goes. Yeah. yeah well, it'll be released. The, the movie will come out. They'll start distributing it in Japan as part of the movie. And then eventually uh, schlubs across the ocean will get it. Yeah. So what I don't understand really with this is that it doesn't. So Zarud obviously fits in with the aesthetic and the theme of Pokemon Coco. It does not seem to fit in with the theme of Sword and Shield. It doesn't feel like a Galarian Pokemon or any no, of the DLC, the Isle or the or well, the they, Tundra. So like I'm even, confused. I'm confused. I, is it they, did it travel on a boat to Galar? No, they they just are like yeah, no, it lives deep in the forest of Galar. I'm like what forest? <laughs> if we've got one of them. And also the Zarud is. It's not living in a forest. Zarud belongs in a jungle. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like what monkey? What monkey just lives in like a deciduous, <laughs> like temperate level forest? Like yeah. you know, like I, I don't know. I, again, please go and like correct us on Twitter. I'm sure we're about to get a bunch of people like actually this monkey. You know, the only monkeys, and you're right. Like you know, we I I do know of like in like Louisiana, there's there's monkeys who got released during the Tarzan movie, I believe. Mm. And, you know, they went native um, and, you know, now are an invasive species. But outside of that, there should not be monkeys living in England. In yeah. fact, I'm going to I'm I mean, look this up right now. You, you just said yourself, invasive species, well, that's it. which I mean, automatically so, turns Zarud into a villain. <laughs> I mean, look, someone clearly brought Zarud species to Galar many, many years ago. And now... I, I know what happens. The subplot for Zarud and Sword and Shield will be about Pokemon trafficking. 
Oh, God. No, it is. That's going to be his whole backstory. He doesn't trust humans because the last time he trusted one, they shipped him in a box to Galar to sell him to some sort of circus. Oh. And he's very unhappy. And our whole goal is going to be to catch him, send him on a train back to wherever he's from. I've got it. You're, a, you're welcome. Guys. On the train off Galar? Yeah, because no one uses the train in Galar. <laughs> I don't know why they included a perfectly great transportation system like the UK has, which the US does not have, and then they proceed to never use it. They just fast travel on Corviknight everywhere. <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> so apparently there is a monkey forest in the UK. Is there really? It's called the Trentham Monkey Forest. I'm assuming that it's like a um, they're they're Barbary macaw, maca- Barbary monkeys. I'm just gonna say that instead of just <laughs> butchering it. Um, yeah, no, it's they're transplants. I mean, they're they're mm-hmm. originally from like Gilbertrar, mm-hmm. and so somebody you know they're a very endangered species. They're from where? So, Gilbertrar, the Isle of Gilbertrar, Gibraltar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, we're never going to hopper about pronunciation. Literally, I'm again. terrible. If you know me in real life, you know that Gil I Patron. am. The- I don't even know. I'm Gibraltar. I am a history major. I know this stuff, and oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Edit it out. Edit it all out. That is maybe the single greatest thing that has happened on this podcast, and it has had single-handedly nothing to do with Pokemon. <laughs> oh, oh god, no. I'm like legitimately oh, crying. All right, next time we have a question about how Pokemon name is pronounced, it's distinctly a conversation Hoffer is not involved in. <laughs> it's true. I I can't say so many words, guys. I am a writer. I am not a talker. Like I can spell oh Gibraltar, god. just don't ask me. To. It was, it was, look, this could have gone, this could have gone either way because it could have just been a thing where Christian was right. And then I would have come off looking like the, the, you know, the, the joke being like, the Christian, you want to say a word? Like, no, that's what it is. But I'm so glad it went the other way. Jim took a risk. It took a risk. Jim took a risk and it paid off in spades. Well, so Zarud is a thing that's coming. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, uh, you know, impracticality when we see it in the game. Yeah. Will people like it? It'll probably end up being in the, you know, lower third of, uh, you know, mythicals that that no one cares about. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, But we'll see. That's all right. All right, Christian, why don't you hit us uh, with the uh, fact of the week today? Yeah, let's redeem yourself here. Yep, today's fact of the week is Gibraltar is pronounced Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we're uh, we're to Diglett. We're 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 going to start with one. The the true fact of the week is this: Diglett have feet. Well, I this hate is that. Canon Pokemon Mystery Dungeon confirmed. But what do uh, they look like? No one knows. It's one of the great mysteries of the Pokemon universe. But Diglett itself. Talking in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which, by the way, comes out this week. Mm-hmm. We totally forgot to talk about that because you know I don't it's like Pokemon Mystery anyway, Dungeon. So um, <laughs> but yes, Diglett Diglett has feet. No one knows what they look like, but in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Diglett refers to their feet multiple times, so it's canon. Do Diglett have arms and hands? They don't talk about arms; they just talk about feet. What uh, if their outer skin, like that brown skin, is really just like? 
like a cone that they wear over them. There's like a really teeny tiny I think, skinny I think body. It, they've shown inside. that it's fur, right? Because isn't it in Detective? It's, it's in Detective yeah. Pikachu. And I, I mean, it, yeah, it looks yeah. Like fur. It is, I mean, it, it kind of looks like a kiwi. But what if you could like peel back <laughs> the <laughs> kiwi? <laughs> you could like peel back the kiwi skin, just lift it up like a shroud, and there's a whole oh, tiny here we little go. body. We're not going down the weird jinx route nope. again. There's a whole so, little body under there, like Men in Black. <laughs> so. More interestingly than like the very disturbing revelation that Diglett has feet is there's a reason why Alolan Diglett and Alolan Doug Trio have hair. Um Rogan. and it's not other than to look fabulous. Uh yeah, besides that, it's because in Hawaii and other areas where there's volcanic uh activity, there's actually this type of um it's it's technically like lava. It's called Pele's hair. Where basically it's these very thin uh, strands of glass that get formed during volcanic activity. And because they're so lightweight, they basically get like blown around. So if you go to Hawaii, it's not uncommon to see like bits of this like stuck up in like telephone uh, poles and stuff like that. And it's it's actually lava that resembles hair. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And so that is why... Uh, Alolan, Doug Trio, and Diglett have this like steel-like hair because it's literally it's hair made of glass, and so they're like, yeah, don't actually pick it up because <laughs> it's like picking up insulation. It's a bad idea. Ah. <laughs> oh, man, nice. that was a good one. I like that. That was that a good one. one. I like. Yeah, that. thank you, thank you. Thank you, and Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this show uh, and uh, want to make sure that you're up to date with all future shows, subscribe wherever you subscribe to get your podcasts. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and any number of podcast apps uh, that are that are out there and are available. Please hit that subscribe button and come back week after week after week. They are just as fun, if not more, than this week's. If you are so inclined, uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes every once in a while. We read them on the air. We read some last week. Uh, and uh, if we do so and yours gets read, you get a free comicbook.com t-shirt. How easy is that? Pretty cool, right? And then, uh, if anything, just tell your friends about us. Tell, you know, tweet you know tweet at us you can find us on twitter i'm at jim biscardi i'm at megan peters cb and i'm at c hoffer c bus where we love we love interacting with you guys and whether it's a correction or it's a question or it's a spelling you know, test a spelling test any and all Not that a pronunciation stuff. Test. <laughs> oh that's uh, next level we're we're all we're all about that and uh you know there's definitely a, a few a few of you out there who interact with us week after week and we we absolutely appreciate that can't tell you that uh, enough. Uh, other than that, you know, that's pretty much all we got. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you uh, if you have a Kingler, since Christian's not going to give me one, you can. I didn't up, say that. I just got to get the switch back. <laughs> you can hit me up on Twitter, and uh, I'll trade you something, mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, so, yeah. So, thanks again for tuning in, and we will catch you same time, same place next week. Appreciate it.